You said Y-E-S to buying an HDB flat together. Now, there's another three letters to take note of. I-L-Y? <laughs> I know, B-T-O. No, H-F-E. You need a valid HDB flat eligibility letter if you're applying for your BTO flat. It takes about a month to process your HFE application. So, if you haven't gotten an HFE letter, apply at homes.hdb.gov.sg. That's H-O-M-E-S hdb.gov.sg. To all the people out there... <laughs> that feel this strong impulse to comment on someone's weight be it like oh you've gained weight huh? or like oh you've lost weight huh? or like oh you look smaller on TV or whatever stop yeah stop not fun like there's no way to win because if you say that oh wow you lost a lot of weight so what like two months ago you thought I looked like ass or something <laughs> and then like if you told someone that you gained a lot of weight then it's also like kind of, that sucks to say to anybody yeah and like there's I don't know there's no winning that exchange so like agreed stop it stops here. <laughs> agreed. 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 Hey, this is Jean Danka. Welcome to the Are You Okay podcast. And here's where we talk about mental wellness and, you know, how sometimes your brain acts up and how it's normal to really talk about it because it happens to the best of us. Today's guest is somebody that everyone knows I adore. He's been on my radio show like more times than any other guest uh, on my radio show cartoons. That is 5 to 8 p.m. Plug, plug on Class 85. He cooks, he draws, he's of course a singer-songwriter and he's possibly more talented and lovely than he realizes. It's Nathan Hartono. Hey, Hey. are you okay? Okay. <laughs> I can't sing too much of that song. Oh, yes, okay. it's very copyrighted. Hi. Oh, right. That's Hello. why I forgot about that. Hello. How are you? Am I really the most appeared guest on your yes. radio show? We oh, did a nice. count. I think it's over 10, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know it's like a lot. Like every time I have a release, it's pretty much like, hey, class nine, sure, no problem. Well, like, thank you for always saying yes. You know, that's. It's, it's very easy. Like it's it's one of those press things that you just don't have to, like I don't have to think about. That's why we we love you because you're just like, you know, easy with it and we actually don't want you to like over prepare or anything for anything. We just want you to be yeah. who you are. The only thing I have to get concerned about is like to remember not to curse on live radio. <laughs> Cause like that's so like it it's easy when you're in studio yeah but lately because like we've been doing it from home yes. I'm, I'm I'm like not wearing pants <laughs> and like it's that always gives me a little bit of anxiety like right before we go live it's yes. like okay you're at home but keep it professional I remember many times where you had to get out of your system out of your system before we we rolled I mean yeah. before we went on so yeah. I'm like yeah just let it out Nathan but all that thing, you need to I'm not even a profane person it's more of just like <laughs> this strange response to like thinking because you can't do it and then like yes. you, you're like you get yes. psyched out into thinking that you're going to do it exactly yeah. it's just knowing that you can't do it yeah that boundary knowing that you have that boundary <laughs> you just need to break through that for a little bit before Very you much. actually begin right yeah so we've caught up a few times during this pandemic mm-hmm. it's been like what two years yeah. um we're into COVID 19 yeah obviously i mean you like me and everyone else as well we've got the ups the downs the good the yeah. bad yeah where are we finding you at right now now um 
when, when, when talking about mental health, which is something that is coming to the forefront for a lot of people, I always get a little bit wary before I open my mouth to talk about anything. Not so much because of like, I'm worried that I might give the wrong message or anything. Okay. It's more like, I'm just worried like what I might reinforce when I try to say it out. Like, to be honest with you, before we had this conversation today, when you asked me about it like a few weeks ago, I was like, okay, fingers crossed. I hope I'm going to be in a, me- a healthy mental state on the day of the show. Right. Because then it will be slightly easier to kind of like look at things in perspective and like look at it objectively but yeah that's not really the case i'm not in a great place today but that's completely okay as well okay and like i'm very curious like to delve into that i know what you mean because actually it's quite tough to unpack stuff if you maybe find yourself in a darker place than other days yeah sometimes it's hard and also i think nowadays it's just a lot easier to fall into a hole because of everything that the world is throwing at you constantly yeah Yeah. so it's very easy to just suddenly find yourself in a strange headspace and it's i also think it's cool that a lot of people are awakening to that like i don't know maybe we will do better as a society because of all this awareness yeah to like make sure that we decrease the amount of like you know these holes that we find ourselves in yeah Yeah. for sure i was um looking at your instagram i think Mm. you just posted something about some stuff that's keeping you up at night yeah can you share a little bit about that (laughs) yeah i i recently turned 30 and i think you know being 30 nowadays doesn't really mean much doesn't really mean you're old or young or whatever it's just it's a milestone right it's like a life milestone so of course you tend to be a bit more reflective and yeah i guess i just keep finding myself lying awake at night and thinking about like all the things that could have been or if I am where I should be. Okay. Not gonna lie, there's definitely also like a little bit of like bitterness that I don't know where to place about how the pandemic has kind of taken away like a couple of really prime years in my life, Mm. you know? Like those things definitely kind of bother me every once in a while when I give them a bit too much power. Okay. But like it was just one of those moments where I looked at where I was and I looked at the people around me yeah. and I was like, no, this, this does not suck at all. Like this, this is like the farthest thing from sucking. Yeah. Like if I were to call this a bad life, then I am not being a grateful person. You right. Know? Like, yes, there are things that we could do better. Yes. There are things you know, looking back in the past that we might have um, wish we'd done differently. But when you really truly look at where you've ended up and see all the good that's around you and, it was just like this overwhelming feeling of gratefulness in the midst of like a lot of swampy bitterness. Yeah. That it's but you don't really know where to place it because it's yeah. like it's almost like cursing up at the sky, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, pandemic. Like, and then what do you do? What do you yeah, do about yeah, it's, it? Right? It's not like you can blame it. It happened to everybody. It's yeah. not like you can say that like, oh, it's because of this and therefore like my life stopped and like that's my excuse. Yeah. It's tough to find where to place any of that. Yes. But I find it a lot easier to like just aim towards like what you need to be grateful for yeah and like really look at those things and 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 realize that they might not be there forever so like just freaking hold on to it right now you know (laughs) absolutely i i totally agree at least you're able to do that Mm -hmm. i mean at least you're able to get yourself out of that frame of mind of thinking of the things that you're you know upset about or or regretful about or the missed opportunities because of the last two years yeah and sort of change it into okay but literally what what do i have in my life that's great mm-hmm. right now i yeah. mean not everybody has the ability to do that i think it's important and 
and it's good that you have managed to like sort of like when you get yourself into these moments go like okay you know what yeah. there's many things I think everything just comes with time and perspective really yeah. like not to say that there was a time where I didn't feel completely down in the dumps but it just comes with time and perspective when you're feeling completely down in the dumps like yeah. is there anything any routine that you go through like a physical routine or like maybe you plan out a day where okay I'm feeling so crap right now I need to do this in the morning <laughs> this in the afternoon I need to call a friend I need yeah. to exercise do you have those things I guess what you're talking about is like the cycle of how I climb out of the depressive cycle yeah. um, because the depressive cycle itself it's very same-ish I just find myself in bed watching a lot of TV right. and like <laughs> escaping into other worlds because this one is just a bit like too crappy at the moment yep yep um but the cycle in which I find myself climbing out of those dark holes is just saying yes to more things, you know, okay. like be present with someone else, be at a thing, say yes to a project or whatever, right. uh, even dinner or anything. Because I tend to, when I get into those states, I tend to hermit myself Isolate, and just pretty much yeah. like, whoop, I'm gone. Um, so I find that just saying yes to more things, no matter how low your self-esteem is feeling, no matter how caught up in your own nonsense you're feeling and like, oh, the world's never going to understand, just say yes and go to a thing and like just be with people and realize that there are other lives going on around you and maybe what you're going through is not that bad. And then also, of course, music. That's been something that's been so infinitely like reassuring for me over the last two years. Because, you know, during phase one, the first bits of the pandemic, we weren't really able to even play a lot of music with our friends. Yeah. But once those things eased up, it was like the bright spot in every week, you know, to just like express yourself. And I say it was reassuring because it really made me realize that, yeah, this is truly like what I'm here for. So, I mean, the craft of music, I think, is very helpful, especially in a time like this mm -hmm. where, you know, you can rely on that. Yeah. Do you ever find, though, that the opposite can happen sometimes? Like, because music is, mm -hmm. you're writing stuff and you're, you know, you're caught up, you're isolated, you're writing yeah. music. Do you, yeah. Does it ever go the other way when you're like, oh, I can't get out of this oh, yeah. zone? It's not a job, I don't think. Like, it is, it's just never been a job for me. Like, it's it's a reflection of my life. And because of that, it can bring about the most beautiful things. And it can also bring about complete hell. Like, I'm not super down in the dumps right now, but I'm plateauing down a very, like... <laughs> Slippery slope? <laughs> yeah, no. down, down like a very oh. gradual slope, I guess. Um, and it's because of music. Like, I'm currently in a creative phase for, like, the next bunch of releases. And I'm just hitting wall after wall after wall. And that bums me out. Yeah. But, you know, it's part of the process. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to just, like, <sighs> take it all in and just accept that, you know, nothing is coming out right now, but don't give up. Just keep going. Um, but it sucks. It sucks to, like, <laughs> wake up every day knowing that, okay, I know I need to, like, have X amount of songs by this time and none exist yet. The ideal situation is that it just kind of flows yeah. and you don't have to think but about it. it doesn't really happen all the time, nope. no, right? Sometimes you have to nope. constructively... Mm -hmm get into it yeah sometimes you're not inspired as much yeah. so you have to like yeah work at it but i also think that it's gonna be a cool journey like i think this is the struggle part you know because yeah. it's it's not supposed to be easy yeah. um it just sucks to go through it right now no for but sure but i'll be happy like ask me again in six months and i'll be so grateful that it sucked so much <laughs> you know because yeah, i, I would have yeah. now already right yeah like, and i would have come out of it like a, a little bit stronger or just a yeah. little bit more informed about like my creative process yeah yeah 
What's been like the biggest struggle, like, apart from pandemic and all that? What do you think has been the biggest struggle that you've had to overcome or are still overcoming? Self-esteem issues, probably. And, and, and all these kind of issues, they rarely make sense to other people. It's very much like an internal war. Yeah. And for me, like my low self-esteem stemmed from a whole bunch of things like being like a fat kid and being like occasionally bullied. And then after that, becoming a very minor celebrity while I was in secondary school and getting shit for that as well. <laughs> um, That's tough, man. Yeah. That's and not, then not And then there's also like the whole imposter syndrome that comes up when you're just starting out. Just a lot of foundational things that set up, you know, like yeah. s- set you up for low self-esteem in your adulthood. <laughs> um, okay. And I'm glad that it's something I'm aware of, yeah. but it's not always something that I can program myself out of. Like sometimes I look in the mirror and I don't see what other people see. There's a bit of like dysmorphia, I guess. Or sometimes like I perform a, at a thing or release a song and like I just have a very skewed perspective of what it is because of how I view myself. Yeah. And, you know, everyone always says that you are your worst critic. But with the kind of low self-esteem that I've always had, it doesn't really feel like... I'm just criticizing. I feel like I'm actively hating myself. I mean, outside looking in, nobody would have any guesses that you would have esteem issues, Nathan. I mean, for yeah, real. But, you know but it, doesn't, it never makes sense for anybody. Yeah, like, like, yeah. like, for example, if I told somebody that I have body dysmorphia, that makes no sense to anybody because like, I, like, I've been quite scrawny-ish for like a while now. Slash fit. fit. Yeah, some t- occasionally fit, <laughs> occasionally scrawny, occasionally all over the place. But like, um, <laughs> you know, I've definitely not been like overweight since I was 13. Right, okay. But like, it left such a weird scar yep. that like, I don't know how to even no, describe it. No, I get it, it. because yeah. like when I was in school too, I was really like an awkward teenager. I was mm-hmm. an awkward teenager late teen for a long long time Mm -hmm. so I get that because I'm still that kid inside you know I still identify with that kid so I still see that person in the mirror quick side note to all the people out there (laughs) that feel this strong impulse to comment on someone's weight be it like (laughs) oh you've gained weight huh or like oh you've lost weight huh or like oh you look smaller on TV or whatever stop Yeah. Stop. Not fun. Like, there's no way to win. Because if you say that, oh, wow, you lost a lot of weight. So what? Like, two months ago, you thought I looked like ass or something? (laughs) And then, like, if you told someone that you gained a lot of weight, then it's also, like, kind of... That sucks to say to anybody. Yeah. And, like, there's... I don't know. There's no winning that exchange. So, like... Agreed. Stop. It stops here. (laughs) Agreed. 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 100% agree. Every time someone says anything vaguely like that, it never goes anywhere productive for me. Yeah. Because if they tell me like, oh, you've lost weight recently. And it's like, oh, that means I can like stuff my face now. (laughs) Or like I will, or I'll take it as like a, wait, so like how did I look before? And that kind of thing. (laughs) I know. Yeah. The other thing that happens, I think more frequently, is somebody just sort of like, without even saying hi, just kind of go like, you look tired. The first thing Mm. they say to you. Like, even though I could be having the best day ever. (sighs) Suddenly I'm like, what? Yeah. I look t- okay. Yeah. Um, no, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, what do you what do you say yeah. after that? You know, I think I, I mean? think commenting on physical appearance, unless it's like just a nice compliment of like nice dress or you know nice shoes or yeah. whatever. But I think if you're talking about things like you know weight or tiredness, like you know things that are very personal, I would reserve that for like the true like inner inner circle of friends. Because maybe if I said that to a really close friend, then that's a sign of concern. Yes. But yeah. 
it's just it's it's weird it's weird to comment on people's appearance especially in asian society we've somehow normalized it yeah. to just tell people that they've gained or lost weight yeah, immediately without even a greeting yeah it's a really personal journey for everybody it like is. no matter how you look so like it's, it is it yeah. is Wow. <laughs> a touch of nerve, I think, for, for the both of us. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. don't do that. Don't say that. No, but I really, like, I I know that enough people experience this on a daily basis to, to know that it's not just, like, a public figure thing yeah. at all. No, it's yeah. it's just that maybe we'll get it more often because, like, mm. strangers will say this to us. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So that sucks a little bit more. But in general, I believe everyone experiences this with, like, relatives, co-workers, whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it happens. Yeah. One of the fun things that we like to do here is we do this thing called take a weird break. Mm -hmm. And as you would know, whenever you're like in a overwhelmed space or you're diving into like a going down a rabbit hole or something, it's always good to do something that you normally wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. Um, it could be yeah, as you know, break the rhythm. Yeah, break the rhythm and get your give your brain a little mini vacation. I like to say. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought we could do something like that. We've got some paper. Yes. So I thought what we could do is draw ourselves. Yes. And then, um, you know, write down like however many things um, that you love and appreciate about yourself. Okay. How about that? That sounds, that sounds challenging, but in a, in a good way. Yeah. Okay. I did not do art class. Okay, Maybe cool. I should draw some flowers. Are you good? Yeah, more or less. Wait, hold uh, Yeah, I don't need a broom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to show us what you got? Yes. That's me as a witch. That is adorable. Because I figured that's what we're doing today. <laughs> um, do you want me to just go through it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the physical things. I have good eyebrows. You sure do. This I know because I've, nev I've never done anything to them and they seem to hold up. Um, I have good skin. You do? Yes. Like, only thing I... Like, I have, like, a weird thing under my eye right now that I need to fix, but that's a, the dermatologist's problem. Um, strong jaw? I don't know. That just came yeah. to mind. Yes. Um, okay, those are the physical things. Basically, handsome face. Those are the physical things. <laughs> yeah, but it's... You know, it's it, it is what it is. It is what um, it is. <laughs> the non-physical things. Okay. Okay. I like to make people smile. Like, Aww. um... On my down days, I sometimes look at that same trait as like, oh, you're a people pleaser. But no, on the other hand, it's like, no, you like to make people smile. You like to make people happy. And I think I, I'm occasionally good at it. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Next thing. An open heart to the world. I think I'm a very open-minded person. Mm -hmm. um, and I keep an open heart for anyone and everybody. And it has brought me nothing but good things in life. And under the hat, there is <laughs> a good brain. Not a good so, brain. Yes, good art brain. Not so much for math and science, but good art brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. cute. It's shocking how bad I am with like anything involving numbers. Like, no, I understand that. Yeah. Anytime tax season comes along or anytime I have to deal with like CPF nonsense, yeah. it's like... I call my friends who are into numbers and yeah. they do everything for me. I can't do any of it. <laughs> they need to teach this stuff in school. Yeah, like, yeah. I really wish I learned this stuff at like sec two or sec three or yeah. something. It's like, it's unreal. Exactly. They just expect you to know these things. Anyway, yeah, that is... That's really nice. That is me as a witch. That is cute. Being happy with love it. myself. <laughs> really, really lovely. Um, oh, here's mine. Um, here's my witch. <laughs> 
as you can tell, she's five. Um, I've regressed to five. Um, with stick for legs, legs for sticks. Well, the physical things that I, I love about me is that I'm, I'm very tanned. I did not love that for many years um, because I guess I grew up in an environment where, you know, being tanned was frowned upon. Yeah, no, yeah. they literally like push advertising for like whitening yeah. cream. Like it's a thing that you need to achieve. Yeah. So it's... It's hot. Yeah. As a kid, you know, it's really hot to deal with. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't help that like I, I have like all my family members are like fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like the only one. Yeah. So I didn't embrace that till uh, much, much later, to yeah. be honest. And it was, it's it's kind of hard. I mean, even talking about it now, it's actually quite difficult to talk about. But but now I, I embrace it and I love it. And if somebody says something not so nice about it, um, I don't feel so bad about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. I can deal with it. Um, the other things, you know, I go on air every day yes. and I give my 120% to being like, you know, happy and bright. I mean, I give my best version of myself mm-hmm. and the other parts of me all fall away during that time. Mm-hmm. So I always say like my listeners get the best part of me, mm. to be honest. Like, yeah. Even my friends sometimes don't see the best part of me. Yeah. So that is extremely hard to do. On a long-term basis, yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a really good point because not everyone can separate, you know, your your yourself and compartmentalize yeah. your life mm-hmm. and your head yeah. um, to give the best part of you on the air. So I think that I, I give myself a pat on the back for that because I think I do that pretty well. <laughs> you're, you're very good at your job. Like you're Thank like you. you you are like it's 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 a beautiful thing watching you work just because it's very this is not like a one to one comparison, but you know when you watch those videos of like people making prata at lightning speed (laughs) or like making like weird spirally ice cream things or something just like impressive workmanship yeah that's how i feel when i watch you work behind the board it's just like oh yeah there's like a flow and rhythm over here that is like very poetic and very like thank you yeah i appreciate that because not everybody understands that i mean most i mean till now people still think like it's no you put me behind that desk and i'm gonna just end up like like somehow i'm gonna release like nuclear codes or something (laughs) like (laughs) or not turn the mic off yeah exactly everything else probably i mean it's tough um uh, the other thing i think uh that i do have a lot of is um sometimes I, i i don't think it's a good thing it's being empathetic to things i'm just I feel a lot for whatever I read, see, oh my God, talk to or whatever. And it takes me forever to um, let it go, let it out of my system. It's Mm. it's a great thing to have in certain situations, but it's extremely exhausting um, to have it in others. I think you're possibly a a bit like that too. I've I've had this conversation uh, a bunch recently of just how, I I think it's it's just true for most artistic types. I'm guessing you're not very scientifically inclined Um, either. Zero. Yeah, <laughs> like for for most artistic types, we're we're just more geared towards empathy, and while and not hating on this at all, but while someone yeah. else can see a tragic news story and just kind of like read it, take in the information, and then maybe the next thing they do is just like you know share it to a group chat or something, yeah, and then it just kind of leaves their day. For people like us, I think it really stays with us, yeah, and it kind of dig a hole into our soul, and we feel like we need to do something even though there is no real viable thing that we can do sometimes. Yeah. And that weight 
can get heavier and heavier and mm. heavier because like the input nowadays is just so constant and the algorithm is only like on, the social media algorithms are only going to give you more of these stories because yep. you spend a bit more time looking at them yes and it starts to really make the world around you seem very dark because I, I feel like we're just these sponges that absorb mm. all of it mm. and it starts to affect our worldview it starts to affect like our understanding of people um What's helped me a lot is I just unfollowed all of those news yeah. accounts. Like, not because I, I want to be ignorant because ignorance is bliss. Although that's true to a certain extent. Yeah. It's more that, like, I wanted to be able to control this intake of information. Yes. And the algorithms weren't helping me. Yeah. So whenever I do want to get informed, I'll set some time and, like, just inform myself as opposed to it just constantly being like hey surprise yeah. hey surprise the world's falling apart hey everything's going to shit ah it's like the more of these things that you intake the more you kind of start viewing the world through poop tinted glasses yeah. you know and it's very difficult to try to change the world when all you want to do is leave it yeah yeah it's very yeah. it's 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 like a weird feeling yeah 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 it's really really tough i think to wear these little blinders and like kind of like move on because but sometimes like that's all you really want to do like that's all sometimes on some days i really want to do yeah. but i know working in this industry and doing radio every day i, I kind of have to know everything that's going on yeah. but it's a little bit about everything so you can't really close yourself off to it yeah. but those are the challenges i guess yeah you got to talk about that stuff and like stay informed yeah. and all that like i i live a life where i can be ignorant to something some for degree. like a handful of days yeah. like and find it out much later and then be like oh okay but yeah it's, yeah, it's rough yeah it's pretty rough but thank you so much for being here yeah Nathan. I mean it's it, really it awesome it could be an interesting catalyst for like whatever it is I mean you chose this topic so really like yeah. you, <laughs> you dug this grave I surely did <laughs> yeah Nathan. it's a little it's a little heavy but it's also like one of those things where like I feel like the more time you spend on it like the more work you do be it with a professional or with a friend or yeah. just yourself yeah like it's moving the needle somewhat yeah I think ignoring it and repressing it that's when things start to fester that's yeah. when things start to to like that's when you start to actively live in denial of like what is true in your yes. heart and soul yes um you know it sucks to say but it you see a lot of people kind of living their lives that way yeah part of me is a little bit jealous because it's like huh it must be nice to mm. not be at this constant odds with yourself in the world and the people around you and still kind of have this hey but at the same time, I'm also grateful because I feel like I'm learning so much. And I feel like because of the last two years, it's like the catalyst to push everyone a little bit further in that journey as well. Yeah. And the fact that we're having conversations like this, um, I think it's really awesome that we, ha we have this platform to do this. Is there anything you'd like to share with, with our viewers and our listeners before... Uh, we, we wrap up about, you know, anything really. I started watching Dark on Netflix. It's great. Dark <laughs> yeah. on Netflix. I can't think of a thing to plug, but you can watch. <laughs> like, I, I recently started watching Dark on Netflix. And it's excellent. It's it's very hard to follow because it's completely in German. Um, and everyone's white. And, like, it's hard to tell who's who, especially because it's about time travel. Oh, okay. And they go into the future, past, present. This is not relevant to anything we've spoken about. I'm just really into it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. Thanks it's been so such a pleasure. Always. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Are You Okay? We hope that you've enjoyed it. If you like what you listen to and want to hear more, you can subscribe or follow us on MeListen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Otherwise, if you're more of a visual person and you like putting a face to a voice, you can watch the video edition of this on MediaCorp Entertainment YouTube and MeWatch as well. Links will be in the episode description. Once again, it's Gene Danker for the Are You Okay? podcast. Till the next one! Brought to you by the fluffy McDonald's Scrambled Egg Burger.